Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world, anyone from professional custodians all the way up to presidential candidates of international countries. One day, my big bodacious dream is to interview the top-level leadership in the country that I was blessed to be born in, the land of the free, the home of the brave, the United States of America. We're not quite there yet, but a girl can dream and speak it into existence. And uh, so if you do have any connections, feel free to send them my way. But the whole purpose of this show, no matter what profession you come from, or even if you are a kid listening to the show with your parents' permission, the hope of this show, the purpose and intention is to help empower you to find happiness from within. So if you're going through maybe a tough season or maybe you're diagnosed with depression, and anxiety and whatnot like I am. Uh, There are ways that you can live life full, have lots of joy in your life, and still have that diagnosis that you respect on those days that maybe you need a little bit more self-care time or maybe you need a little bit more exercise or a little alone time to recuperate, things like that. And so that, that's what this show is all about. Sometimes I interview people. Sometimes I speak by myself. Uh, I'm very spiritually connected to my deity, the creator of the universe. And sometimes the creator puts a topic on my heart, puts a little nudge on me to speak on something. And I was literally driving in my car. I had to make an errand um, to pick up something for a project I'm working on and a memory popped up of some ice skaters, some two female ice skaters. I believe they were, they were really successful right around the 90s because I remember still being in homeschool. So it was before I hit sixth grade, somewhere around that point. And they both were incredibly talented ice skaters, but for some reason there was this political thing that was going on And um, one of the ice skaters got attacked, I remember, like in her, I want to say it was her Achilles. I remember one of the names, Tanya Harding, but I don't remember the other ice skater name. Um, But the creator reminded me of that. And I was like, why are you, that's such a random memory. Why are you reminding me of that? And sometimes when we compete, uh, we compete against people that have different ideas of how to compete and there are ethical and moral ways to compete and there are unethical ways Um, if you are focused just on the win you might make some poor decisions that can impact someone's health or even their life and so the creator reminded me I believe of that story because I'm in this competition I was entered into it without me asking or volunteering um, but because this this mission of move happy is so strong and such a big bodacious dream to help end global suicide by helping empower everyone globally no matter what your background is your faith system your belief system your sexual orientation all of that when you have a calling that is so big on your life that it it causes people to be drawn to you. It causes both light 
and dark to be drawn to you. And for those that compete to win at all costs, that get rid of all morals, all ethics, all integrity, those are dangerous people to be around. They're not to be trusted. And I had one of those people on my team. I didn't know it because she clothed herself so skillfully and spent over a year building my trust over time. And she told me, she revealed to me that I was in this competition, that they were adding this position in every single country in the world called a global mental health ambassadorship. Can you imagine being only sharing your calling for a few short years, leaning into your purpose? It's only been, honestly, since 2018, the year I moved across the country. That's when I got down on my knees after a 1-800 call out of desperation. I had a birth control implant that I should never have had in my body. If you have diagnosed depression, you should not be taking birth control and mess with your hormones. You should use alternative natural methods. I had an emergency removal surgery, and, and since then I have been leaning into this calling. I had this clear vision of my purpose. After that phone call with my angel, I had the memories pop up of one of my patients that was in my Move Happy original program, the first launch of it in a psychiatric hospital. Uh, and we, we, we actually conducted it, um, myself and a colleague who's a licensed mental health therapist. We, we ran the program three times and made improvements, modifications as professionals do through our own reflections and through the suggestions of the patients and ideas from uh, staff members and whatnot. Um, he was a part of the program. He's a retired, well, I should say he's a veteran of some sort. Um, I don't know how many years he spent in the military, but he also shared with us that he was a high-level executive at one point in his career, responsible for anywhere from 150 to 200 staff members. It was his voice that I remembered, his encouragement. Towards the end of my, my 12 months there, I had earned a promotion within 12 months. I had created and facilitated five alternative therapies, three of which were group, billable to the state of Washington, and two were customized that I added during my chart notes time because I got really quick and efficient at my job because I wanted to add more value there because it was a great culture and the patients were kind to me, so I wanted to give them back. And unfortunately, after earning this promotion that I was told no one in 30 years was ever even interviewed for, I was blessed to be interviewed. That was a miracle in itself. And out of 17 people, I got the promotion. But unfortunately, legislators that didn't work at our hospital voted against mental health. They shut down an entire high-risk call that my colleague that was training me for her position was going to be moved to. 
and 60 people lost their jobs. She got moved back to her position that I was training to take over. I got moved back to my position and I wasn't that same version of myself anymore. Unfortunately, I was engaged to someone that I shouldn't have been engaged to. I dated and got engaged way too quickly after divorcing my first husband. And that's a lesson that I definitely learned in that moment, not to rush relationships. And I had to move. I don't recommend if you're a woman to cohabitate with a man if you are going to eventually get married to that person. If you're gonna move in, move move in, get married within six months. Otherwise, uh, statistically speaking, if you look in the research for family, family science, family uh, sociology and psychology, uh, I actually read a study in graduate school, but at that point it was too late because I had already lived with my partner um, longer than six months. But they said, statistically speaking, you your relationship will end more than likely in divorce because there's an expectation, a shift, a title change, and people subconsciously expect it to be different when you get married. If you have the intention to be married within six months, for whatever reason, if you decide to cohabitate first, uh, you're less likely to end in divorce. And how rude, they're interrupting my speech right now. That's what happens sometimes when you tell the truth. People interrupt you. (laughs) They try to. But that's okay. There's been lots of distractions along the journey. And that's what really, honestly, um, resilience and building your mental strength is all about. It's not about just being strong, being emotionally tough. It's learning to go with the flow. And as things change, you change and become a better person, a better version of yourself. And uh, competing, competition, honest and ethical competing is what I stand for. Um, I'm going to do this calling until the creator says that I'm, I'm done. Uh, whether or not they give me a title, I could care less. Did it motivate me to do more? Absolutely. When, when this woman that had conned her way onto my team, when she shared with me from her private political meetings that she had access to and the connections that she had access to from her um, network, she shared with me uh, towards the end of 2020. At that point, I had only been sharing on social media not even two full years. If you lean into the calling that the creator has assigned to you and spend as much time as you have available doing that thing it doesn't it doesn't have to take decades for you to see progress within your life an incredible amount of growth and trajectory that I never would have imagined even if I don't receive this supposed crown or this this title of global ambassadorship um, to be in the nomination for it to even be recognized and noticed like I'm super grateful now one of my competitors 
in 2020 at the same time, a few months prior to that, um, had reached out to me because one of their board members who works at the Pentagon, I don't know if they still have that same board member, but um, he was attracted to me physically. He made some inappropriate direct message uh, since he sent me some inappropriate things and whatnot, um, just kind of in that gray area where it's, mm, you can tell they're, they're trying to groom you. And I didn't like it. And I reminded him, I said, I set some healthy, kind boundaries when, for example, like, Oh, how are you going to do your hair today? I said, Oh, I'm glad you're interested in my hair. Hopefully my content is as important to you as my style of hair choice things like that to kind of bring him back to the reason why I shoot a video in the first place. Um, she had reached out to me. She was looking for a grant writer. Now, I didn't have any experience writing grants other than um, right after grad school, the summer after grad school, I was trying to apply for grants to be able to use my program uh, to get it into either schools or an after-school program and whatnot, but I kept hitting brick walls because I was laid off of a guaranteed teaching job because of budget cuts and whatnot. They wouldn't allow me to move forward in applications because you had to have an official um, email address from an, an organization, and I didn't have one. So that was my experience with it. I did have some, but I didn't have, you know, where I earned... Um, money for an organization and things like that. However, she offered me a position at her organization. What I didn't realize was they were intentionally trying to align and make their, I believe their political party, their money, moving their money and all of the things that they do that her board was doing probably behind the scenes. Um, they were trying to put power players on her team. They saw me as an influencer, even though I only had at that point like maybe maybe a thousand, maybe a little over a thousand uh, followers and connections. But the kinds of people I was connecting to were high level leaders because I was intentional about my mission and my calling because the creator assigned it to me. And looking back, I'm so grateful that they saw that influence within me but I had some conversations with her. I had verbally agreed and we were in the process of signing um, a contract, but uh, when she started revealing to me that there, well, she was having an affair with one of her board members, so that was a huge red flag. And then she said she had to change over her board leadership because she was concerned that there was money laundering going on. That was another red flag. And the person that I was um, seeing at the time advised me to cut the tie, to end it, to not be a part of that, not be associated with it because that would damage my business and I could be, I could get in trouble legally for being associated with that if her business went down. He had a conversation with her actually and um, he didn't, he gave her some really good advice because he used to do all of the financial auditing for uh, this very well-known company that would, um, uh, they had transactions in the trillions of dollars with a T. And he wanted to make sure that if I was going to be a part of this thing, he was still investigating their organization. He was listening to her as the leader of her org. And he said, I have some huge concerns. You should not be opening up multiple bank accounts. That's a red flag for auditing. 
And she's like, okay. But then she went and opened up a new bank account. So he said, there's something fishy that she's doing or she's hiding. I don't trust her. Cut the tie. So I did because I trusted his advisement. And unfortunately, I let her know, hey, um, I really appreciate this opportunity, but it's been like six weeks and I haven't received any monies from you guys, um, from your org. Like I thought that I was hired and, and I was gonna get a $3,000 base. Plus we agreed on, I think it was 15, 10 or 15% of whatever I brought in as far as a grant I would be able to keep. <clears throat> I didn't receive any monies. And I had been doing it, you know, not, not eight hours a day, but a few hours a day for six weeks doing some research, organizing things and whatnot. I had actually shared the spreadsheet with the woman that conned me, conned her way onto my team. And um, unfortunately, when I got hacked into really bad in 2020, it was all, it was all interrelated. Nothing, there are no coincidences. Um, because I could hear the language she used over the phone and she had had a private conversation with the woman that had originally hired me. She didn't like the way that I ended things. I said, I'm so sorry. Uh, thank you for this opportunity, but I'm going to have to respectfully decline. Now, they didn't like that I declined being a part of her organization because I imagine they had a lot of money invested already at this point and they knew the power of my influence. Although I wasn't in profit mode with my business, they wanted to add my influence to be a part of her thing. But the creator told me otherwise. The creator used the wisdom of the person that I was seeing at that time, and I turned it down. So I had a private conversation with this this other woman, this fake minister that supposedly is on the 1-800 prayer team and does all kinds of things. She was full of deceit, spirit of division. Um, she spoke and had a private conversation with this woman. And I know this because uh, she also paid the payment to the man that I had introduced her to that is uh, formerly the president of this defunded organization that has paid contract killers for our nation. And uh, he was a part of this networking thing that I had. She was a part of it, this PhD in ministry. And one of the customers that paid to be a part of this, this networking meeting, um, a part of all the purchases I had already verbally stated and put on post that 30% of all services and products that you purchase from Move Happy at that time or Air Nicole Media, my second business, 30% mm -hmm. um, goes back to a mental health organization of your choice. And I gave my customer the choice. I said, hey, we've got another organization that would fit into the mental health um, category. Would you like me to donate to them on your behalf? They said, sure. So I did. And that's the same man that came to my house and gave me security detail protection. Well, when I got a print off, when I found out that my bank account, everything got hacked into and I, my house was broken into all at the same time, I got a print off of the statement of the bank account. And they had moved the money illegally, which is a felony, mm -hmm. to 
my competitors nonprofit to try and cover up any connections and associations that I had with him. Why? Because this PhD in ministry and her husband told me that I should not be associated with them at all. It's all a big cover up, all a big plan and scheme that the enemy that darkness intended to have for bad. But the creator of the universe knows all, sees all, and is above all and brings clarity to the situation. Looking back, I, I am proud of the way I responded in the situations. I wish I would have had an actual phone call instead of emailing this, this woman uh, with her nonprofit org. I wish I would have just let her know that I, I, I'm so sorry, I can't associate with someone that claims to be a Christian and is having an affair with her husband with a board member and and that's that was the the big reasoning for me to not want to do it yes money laundering suspecting all of that stuff is important as well but for me family is after faith is is well it's number two my faith with my creator is number one husband comes next and it didn't sit right with me that she had she had this nonprofit for PTSD awareness and she's treating I heard her on a Zoom curse her husband out treat him worse than like a dog treat him worse than an enemy and that was her husband that she chose to be with and she was angry at him I think just justifiably so because he had abused her for at least 10 years she told me she had allowed herself to stay in the relationship that long but she got to the point where she was now hating him and refused to divorce him and start over start fresh give him half of the business which was his legal right but people on her board didn't didn't want her to divorce him because they didn't want him to have any of that money that they had invested and were pouring money in she told me she said Aaron I don't have to work I don't have to worry about anything I don't know they just they send me money well when you when your name your face is is on a business that's your reputation at stake. And I will never have anyone dangle carrots over me and be controlled and manipulated by their money. And that's why I haven't financially grown the businesses yet because people are trying to figure out what is my hot button. My hot button is the creator of the universe and doing what the creator has called me to do. Now she's associated with this murder plot and with money laundering from my nonprofit illegally through this defunded organization and she could have just chose to leave me out of the conversation but because she wanted to win this contest so bad she's now destroyed her opportunity I 
I got some advice a couple months ago, great advice from a person I had uh, just met and uh, retired from uh, military, older gentleman. I told him bits and pieces of what's, what was going on recently with me, and I just said it's a lot of political games and whatnot. He said, let a liar fall in his own trap. And that was really sound advice because he said, just let, just let people talk. And eventually they'll, they'll slip up and they'll share things they're not supposed to share. They'll say things they're not supposed to say. You just keep being you, be honest, have integrity and do the right thing whether people are watching or not. I believe anybody can have a turnaround story. That's why, that's why I'm not, I don't have any anger towards the, the man that took the payment because this, this woman, this PhD in ministry literally manipulated him using his own training and background. Like that's, that's what he was trained to do for our nation. To disappear bad people. That's, that was his job. Pretty badass job. If, he, if, if, uh, if I could pick any job, it wouldn't be for me, but somebody's got to do it. Well, she used and manipulated him to make him believe that I wasn't good. And she allowed her powers for darkness to manipulate him to moving the money using his access, technological people on his team to move wasn't even a lot of money, but I'll tell you that um, people can be arrested and go to prison for moving $10. I think it was $10. My brother told me this this music guy, uh, he was like a producer or something that he was associated with back in the day. He's like, yeah, Aaron, you got to be careful your associations because he didn't know the terminology. My husband told me later on when I uh, met him in 2020, he said the RICO Act, if you are associated with anyone that is laundering money, that is using money with countries that we don't associate with, that is um, doing illegal things, however the nation that you live in defines it at that t- place and time, you, you will get the same punishment as the person that committed the crime. They teach kids this in schools, at least uh, where I grew up, to help, not with money laundering, but to like help you understand that you need to choose your friends wisely. They had a no-fight policy at our school in our junior high because we had a lot of gang activity growing up in the hood. And if there was a fight on campus, if anyone was around the fight, they got suspended. The same amount of time as the people that were physically getting into the altercation. They taught us quickly to not associate with people that make bad decisions. And... Uh, I'm still a preschooler when it comes to growing a business. I went to school for a long time to be a teacher, to look for the good, to be intentionally 
looking for what people do well and to teach them how to move their bodies in healthy, safe ways to improve in their fitness. And then I went to school again and had it blessed. I'm so blessed that my master's was paid for to learn more of the psychological side to help people establish positive, healthy behaviors for a lifetime. I didn't study any business classes, but the creator called me to this this move happy movement to help people with depression. And so I assumed that I was going to be starting a business and I did and I paid the fees and I taught myself how to trademark a brand and logo and register it and pay all those things and did it on the side and moved across the country because family is number two for me and my family member needed help. And the business wasn't growing revenue, so I started a second business, started making some money on that. Had to move because of violence from that same family member that I moved across the country for. Then the pandemic hit. Wasn't planning on getting stuck in another state, but I made do, I made it work. I applied and got hired because of my mental health business. They hired me to be a rich, super rich family's educational coach for their kid. Combining my skills, mental health, and working with kids and teaching and whatnot, they didn't want their kid to fall behind in the middle of the pandemic. They hired me because they were going to hire a therapist and they were going to hire a nanny and they got two in one. Had I not started my business and built out that brand, built the program for free for the hospital that I worked at, they called my boss. They literally called, they had, well, they had someone on their team call and verify my references. I believe they also called one of my instructors from college that helped me get off the ledge when I was struggling with PTSD really bad because I had a boyfriend that took advantage of me when I was in college. And that instructor was a veteran spouse and knew something was up with me and started adding value to me again by asking me to babysit her kids. You are not alone. You are not alone in this world. If you are in a competition right now and people are doing dirty things, just think on Think on this situation. I've only been doing this thing for four years. I started the program. I created the first launch of Move Happy in 2016 in the fall, in the winter, somewhere around there. Revised it three times, and then I started my first business name under an LLC uh, because I was really big into affirmations and whatnot uh, and had the program on that website and then changed website hose because they were nickel and diamond me and whatnot. Uh, and it's been a process. It's been a journey. Like, I don't have all the answers, but the creator of the universe has brought people in the perfect timing to assist me. And I've made some mistakes, but nothing that the creator can't fix. I thought I lost everything in the end of 2020 literally got all the all the bad things were happening got hacked into got this and that well it was this organization that was both helping me and then also planning to steal all my intellectual properties there's different teams uh different information that they share need to know basis all that jazz i don't know how it works but earlier this year the person that they had assigned to protect me 
I married him to say thank you to him. Now I love him. I love him deeply, greater than anyone would ever understand. And they forced us to separate by using their political games and threatening my friend, threatening my nonprofit business partner and friend of seven years. They can't destroy me. I think, I think there are rules for this competition that they can't lay their hands on me, but they can do anything to the people around me. So they hacked into just about all of the people that helped me launch my nonprofit last year, either on, right before, or after they were hacking into their accounts. I had uh, one of my fans of the show uh, earlier last year, I was having him do the intros to the podcast to get him included in it because he was really invested in the show and I wanted more men to have their ears perked up because it's men that are usually ending their lives prematurely. It's not women as frequently. It's men that don't get the help, that don't seek the help, just like any kind of doctor's appointment. It's the women that encourage their men, usually, to call their doctor and schedule an appointment. There are some outliers there, but I encouraged him. I said, hey, do you want to be a part of the show and do like an introduction thing, introduce the guests? And he loved it. Guess what? He got hacked into. Illegally. Messing with my network. Playing all of these dumb games because they, they can't win. All they can do is destroy. And when you have an attitude of jealousy, when you have an attitude that is covetous of others, desiring to have what is not yours, the creator of the universe shuts off all creativity. So meanwhile, while you're trying to steal from your competition and desire to have what, is, what belongs to them, uh, they're busy focusing on continuing to move forward. I didn't let any of that stop me from having 11 successful concerts last year started the first one from homelessness in an Airbnb temporary stay, had the last concerts with high-level, C-level executive of Costco and a judge as keynote speakers and a presidential candidate in attendance for my concert, had a home that was donated to me for the event, had a pianist that I hired and paid with my own money because I care about veterans and first responders. I don't care about winning some silly little contest that some political people decided to add as a position to our nation. Now you can keep the title if you're gonna keep destroying my network and my family. But if you're gonna start playing fair and honoring your family and honoring your political party, then let the real contest begin. Then we can see what you're really made of. I shared all of the questions that I asked publicly in videos from the concerts last year so that it could be duplicatable because I care about helping transform lives for the better. My competitors 
keep stealing from me because they have no ethics and morals. One of your strong pillars, former president of this defunded organization, is valor. Remember that. Conduct yourself in private the same way you would conduct yourself in public. Otherwise, it's meaningless. Your foundation, if it's not strong, it will be destroyed. And that's not a threat, that's just reality. When you compete against someone that is of equal stature, has the same opportunities as you, the same training opportunities, practice time, I mean, like we're, we're talking like Olympic style competition where there are rules, regulations, boundaries. That is what a true competition is. When you test the boundaries, when you go outside of them, there should be checks and balances and accountability. In any competition, there's always someone that is gonna try and cheat. That's just life. There should be an equal amount of justice. People checking in to make sure that the competition is fair. That's why we have referees and umpires for sporting events. All the way down to little kid games, all the way up to professional Olympic sports and professional sports that people bet money on, right? Why would we need a referee if everyone's gonna just be honest? So I'm finally like, I get it. I'm, I'm not surprised by, by any of the thievery, by any of the jealousy and all kinds of things. I would sincerely love and encourage my competitor to create her own projects, creations for society. Do something. When we had a, a conversation initially, she had no clarity of the vision of her future. And I was like, wow, she has all of these followers and she has no clarity. How is that possible? Well, then I found out that you can pay for followers on LinkedIn. <laughs> and you can pay other people to grow it, right? So don't trust... When you're looking at someone's channel online, don't trust if they have a bunch of followers that that's really what they've earned, Trust the people that are actually doing things in society to make it better. Do your, do your due diligent efforts. And if you truly desire to help people in this world, to help those that are struggling, going through tough seasons, maybe, uh, maybe they're diagnosed with depression or you suspect that they might be those are the kinds of people 
I desire to connect with that, that want to help make their situation better. There's an old, I think it's a proverb that says if someone reaches out to you for help and you tell them that you'll pray for them, knowing full well that you can actually help them, but you don't, you're not doing them any favors. And it's actually sin in my belief system. If I'm able to help someone, it's one of my core values that I established when I was 14 through a book that I read, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens. If I am able to help someone, no matter how tired I am, I will help them. Because I believe in it so strongly. I am a child of the Most High King, and so are you. That you have to choose to walk in the light every day. Thank you so much for listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast and today's episode all about honest and ethical competition. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully we added value to you today. It would mean the world to us if we did add value. If you would share it with someone you care about and maybe post it on social media. Take a screenshot of the part that most stood out to you. Write a couple sentences and tell us how you're going to apply the the nuggets, the lessons to your life. Or maybe there's a story that it brought to mind and you're planning to do something about it, to help someone, to reach out to a friend, whatnot. Uh, We desire to help people all over the world and we can't do it by ourselves. We are a small and mighty team. We would love your support and posting on social is one way to do it. Now, uh, we are doing a listening room competition once the creator allows us to kind of get back on track with it. Uh, When the Judas in our circle that took the payment uh, corrects the wrong and apologizes in front of our top level leadership. When that day happens, then we'll start uh, releasing invites if we get up to our first tier download level, which is 10,000 downloads. You can check at any time. Uh, by going on our Podbean platform website from a computer or laptop. It doesn't work so good on smartphones for some reason. Um, The website is themovehappy.podbean.com. That's T-H-E-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y.P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. And you can see where we're at. Now, if you go on to the Listen Notes website, That is the podcasting ranking platform that ranks every show that is in the world. Somehow, through grace and through you guys listening to the show, we're ranked in the top 10%. There's over 2 million shows. I didn't know anything about starting a podcast when I first started, so I strongly encourage you... If you're thinking that you want to start a show or you're thinking you want to do something and you believe that the creator is calling you to do it or whoever your deity is that you identify it as, lean into it. If it's going to bring more love in the world, if it's going to bring more peace, patience, kindness, if it's going to bring families together, we encourage you at Move Happy and our nonprofit arm, Erin Nicole Ministries. For veterans and first responders all over the globe, we encourage you to lean into that calling. Give it a solid year and see where you're at. See what your goal is and then readjust your goal if you need to and do it another year and lean in and measure your own happiness because I promise you progress helps 
to bring more happiness to you when you continue dreaming big and allow yourself to be pulled in the direction of your dreams. Love you guys so much. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.